Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. You just mentioned all those accomplishments in the big person's table. Would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that? I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. And I hope you give me that, you know. Can a guy have that? Does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? You know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. We're halfway through the show here on Heard at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can join us there. Or like our next guest, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine on 3, you can join us on the War Horse Sportsbook hotline. Anthony, how are you this morning? Uh, I am... uh I am so tired and busy, right? <laughs> it, has been, it has been quite a quite a run uh, these last several weeks, but uh, maybe closure isn't the word I would use, but some finality. Like there is a path forward now. Anthony, uh, which, I don't feel bad for you. You guys won a national title. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, one no, bit. no, no, no. Uh, this, this, I'm not looking for any sympathy at all. Just that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> Anthony, how much of a? I guess from the outside looking in at least from my perspective, it seemed kind of like an inevitability that Jim Harbaugh would be moving on to the NFL this year. Was that the sense kind of inside the program as well? I mean, it seems like they were reasonably well prepared for this as it seems like they've really zeroed in on Sharon Moore as being that uh, next guy up. But I guess what was the what was the vibe inside the building in, in terms of what they thought Jim Harbaugh's future would be? Yeah, it did feel different this time. And something I've said before is that, you know, it, it, even though it might seem like this is it and the NFL could be on the horizon, you always got to be careful because a lot of things with Jim Harbaugh never play out to its logical conclusion. But, you know, I'd be lying if I said even before, you know, the sign-stealing stuff, I mean, there was the, you know, the, the Burger Gate scandal as it was coined up here um it did it it did kind of start to feel like there was like a laugh dance 
type mm. of vibe to all of this, uh, given that you know Harbaugh had had the two years of you know before this where there was an NFL courtship. Obviously, he had you know his most loaded roster yet, and a lot of those guys were going to wind up leaving. It did feel like that, no matter what wound up happening this year, that there was a really good chance it was the closing of of one chapter and, and maybe the beginning of something else. So, not really surprised it wound up this way. I mean, really, this is the most uh, basic and straightforward thing that could have happened. The second that Chargers job opened. Everyone was kind of like, well, that's the one to keep an eye on because, you know, you have Justin Herbert. You know, I know they have some cap issues, but, you know, anyone who follows the NFL knows the salary cap isn't real. You can get around <laughs> that. Um, so it's like, I, I think it's a good situation, and I think he'll win there. And I think that's what, that's what he wanted to do. He originally, you know, gave Michigan seven years and said, you know, after seven years, I think I might like to go back and explore this. And, and obviously he stayed for nine. Um, and there were some some bumps along the way. There was some glory and some confetti along the way as well. But um, sitting here today, I can't really say I'm surprised the way any of it went. Anthony, um, is the assumption uh, that it's it's pretty much locked up, but because you have to wait like a certain amount of days uh, with the university, that Sharon Moore is going to be the next head coach? Yeah, I mean, if I was in charge of a sports book or something, I wouldn't even post odds on it. It's going to be Sharon Moore. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be stunned if something happened where that wasn't the case. Um, there's a state law up here in Michigan where apparently, you know, as a public institution, the job has to be posted for seven days. I think they're trying to get some kind of waiver to get that pushed through. Uh, you know, I think you can do that citing like business purposes or damage to your business, whatever it is. But, you know, now when you look at you look around college football, seven days is a long time, uh, especially when you've got, I mean, look at what happened at Washington, Alabama. Um, some of these schools were, you know, the second that that move becomes official that you haven't, you know, you your head coach is leaving, those guys have 30 days to hop into the portal. So um, I don't expect a lot of that. I don't really expect that to happen with this group at Michigan. I think most players on this team that decided to come back or um, that had decisions to make kind of knew what they were signing up for. I mean, it, it, it's kind of been assumed that it would be Jim or Sharon next year. But, um, yeah, I mean, if it's anyone but Sharon Moore, um, something wild has happened because I think all, all boats are sailing that direction right now. We're talking with Anthony Broom. He covers Michigan for TheWolverine.com. That's part of the uh, On3 network. Anthony, do you think that's the right direction for Michigan to go? I mean, it seems like they zeroed in on Sharon Moore extremely quickly. doesn't really seem like they ever explored other options. Has this kind of just been the plan that's been in place since there were some previous flirtations with uh, the NFL for Jim Harbaugh? Or, I guess, how did it become such a foregone conclusion that Sharon Moore is the guy? And do you think they maybe should have cast a wider net? Yeah, I mean, timing is part of it, too. I mm-hmm. mean, if this had been something that happened, let's just say Michigan doesn't make the playoff and, and there was a decision to make in December, I think you can cast a wider net and go after, like, what, a, you know, Kalen DeBoer or some of these other guys. But um, I think regardless, they've kind of been locked in on Sharon. Now, this is a much different situation. If this had been two years ago where, you know, Jim Harbaugh gets on a plane, goes to Minnesota, expects to take that job. Mm-hmm. 
and then you're sitting there going, wow, okay, we we don't really know if they have his successor here. Well, given the passage of time, I think Sharon Moore has obviously earned this opportunity. You know, he's coached, you know, he coached Michigan for four games this year as the head coach, two of them being wins over Penn State and Ohio State. I think he's ready for this. I think that Jim knew when he left he would want it to be Sharon. I think Michigan wants it to be Sharon. I think that over the last few years, you've really kind of seen him become Jim Harbaugh's right-hand man. And uh, I think he's ready for it. And, it, you know, it was always kind of assumed that Sharon's going to be a head coach somewhere. He could have had – there was a couple Power 5 jobs that did kick the tires on him last year. But hmm. um, he, you know, wanted to be – was going to be selective and, and, and didn't necessarily know if Michigan would be the option or not. But um, I do think that he's ready for it. I think he's equipped for it. And I think that uh, you know things are operationally going to look different. You don't just plug him in and say, "Here you go." But uh, I think he's he's pretty clearly the choice, and I think he's earned that opportunity. And that's the best. It's the best for them to kind of keep this window they have open now, and we'll see what things look like a few years from now. But th- this is the best option for them. It really is. Anthony, is there any coach out there that even even though you you think Sharon's the best option, and, and that's 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 fine. Is there anybody out there that you just kind of wonder about, like, huh, that might be interesting? Um, you know, if, if in, a, in a world where Nick Saban didn't retire, I think Kalen DeBoer would have probably been at the top of that list for me. Sure. Um, other than that, it, it's tough to say. Uh, because, you know, everyone, this is the thing, even we learned with Jim Harbaugh, is that just because you make a home run hire doesn't guarantee you anything. Uh, people mm-hmm. forget, you know, the first six years of the Jim Harbaugh era, they hadn't beaten Ohio State, they hadn't won the Big Ten, and that's you know this thing was kind of teetering because of that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always it's always fun to play the name game and see, you know, again, uh, the Brian Kelly stuff was always it sounded like to me Brian Kelly and his representation <laughs> trying to get a, a raise. A lot of people. Um, that's the other thing too is that Michigan's being swift enough with this where. I don't know that the, a lot of the names that you might hear pop up, um, that might just be representation for people trying to get their guy a few extra dollars in his pocket. So, yeah, I mean, I can't really, off the top of my head, I can't really say who a name would be. Um, again, in, in a multiversal scenario, DeBoer would have been that guy. But Sure, coming back yeah, to the Midwest. I, yeah. I, yeah. Hey, Anthony, we've got about a minute left here. Um, you know, because – people talk within a program do you think jj mccarthy going to the draft was maybe a a whisper after knowing that jim harbaugh wasn't going to be the coach again next season like were those moves connected at all it's possible um you know i think when you look at jj mccarthy I think as an NFL draft prospect I think a lot of the things that you might hear scouts say he needs to improve on are things that he could only get better at by being in the NFL um, so I think you know when you're a guy like that 27 and one as a starter you know you won a national title you've really I know the numbers aren't gaudy but when you throw on the film I mean you saw a guy that did take a big step forward this year uh, I think it was time for him um, from his perspective maybe NIL kept him around Michigan a little longer in a different scenario but I will say this when they had their championship celebration about a week or so ago uh, it did feel like both Harbaugh and JJ were going and that's ultimately what happened 
Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com, part of the On3 Network. Anthony, thank you so much for your time, and uh, hopefully one of these days Michigan will let you sleep a little bit. <laughs> ah, no, I know what I signed up for. <laughs> That's Thanks, Anthony, Anthony Broom from The Wolverine. We appreciate All your right. time. Uh, that Again, Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com. That's part of the On3 Network. Coming up next, our guy Brian Edwards trying to make some money.